right, welcome back, everyone, to another edition of Storytime with Steve. Hope everyone is doing well. So I love this time of year. We are getting to cruise into October, and um, I don't know which part of the country or which part of the world you might be listening from, but here in the great state of Tennessee, and more specifically East Tennessee, is one of the most beautiful parts of the country and the world, I believe. We have the beautiful fall colors that are going to be coming in hopefully soon. Uh, been speculation about maybe the lack of rain that could affect the leaves not really turning colors and just maybe falling off and dying, which I've seen some of that. But looking forward to fall, certainly, and I love this time of year. Uh, my birthday's coming up. My daughter's birthday is in October. My wife's birthday, and there's just a lot going on. I just love Halloween coming up and looking forward to, to those festivities, and I like the when the scary movies start coming on TV. and I just love this time of year, period. It's just a lot of fun. And it goes so quickly. It's gone before you know it. And then, of course, you know Thanksgiving right behind it. And then before you know it, Christmas and New Year. But I just always love looking forward to Halloween and this time of the year before the holidays really start to get kicked in and kind of crazy. So keeping with that spirit, this is going to take us back to, I believe, my it was either my freshman year or sophomore year in high school in Knoxville, Tennessee. And so my friend Travis at the time, that uh, he actually got his driver's license a year before me. He was he was a year ahead. And so we would run around in his 1977 Toyota Celica, which main reason I know so much about that car is it became my first car when he, he got in a different vehicle and was, uh, they were selling the car. And so my mom helped me buy that car. So that was my first car. It was just a little two bucket seats in the front and very, very tiny seat in the back, which, I mean, technically was for more like two people, but you could squeeze three people in it. Um, and it was just fun to ride around in. And so this one night we headed out. We had three girls with us, three friends, that we were all just hanging out. And and somebody had the idea to go to this, the infamous Heart House. Now, that's spelled H-A-R-T, not heart like your beating heart. And... To this day, you know, that's still Hart Road right there off of North Shore Drive near Farragut in the West Knoxville area. And so we headed out there. And, you know, there were stories at school about this old abandoned house that was haunted. And there was this big story about the reason why it was called Hart Road. And they called it the Hart House because the man that owned the house, you know, many, many years ago, his last name was Hart and that he... He killed his entire family in this house. And you know, who knows if any of that was just anything true at all. It was just an old, creepy-looking house that was abandoned. That's really all I know about it. So we we roll up. We pull into this little, I don't know if it was gravel or if it was an actual, I think it was just a gravel little driveway. We get out of the car. And the girls get out of the car. We start to approach this house. And before we can even get up there to it, we did hear a sound. I don't know what it was. It sounded like it could have been a voice that that called out or cried out or made some weird noise from the house. It was probably other kids up there like we were. So the three girls with us absolutely freaked out and panicked, started screaming, and took off running down the main road. Now let me ask you, what do you think would be better? to stay with the two guys and the vehicle and they get back in the car or 
be more vulnerable and just run down the road. <laughs> it was ridiculous. So they took off running down the road, and we were like, oh, my gosh, here we go. So we get in the car, and we start driving down the road, and they'd gotten about halfway down the road. There was a the Weigel's convenience store at the end of the road. And as the headlights hit them, as they were running down the road, then we saw what we think we saw, which was one of the girl's jeans were all like soaking wet. So she had literally gotten so scared, she peed all over herself. Yes, that's a true fact. So she's bawling and crying and freaking out. And we roll up and say, okay, well, you guys get in. So they get in the car and the girl's just crying and everything and all upset. And she's um, begging us to not say anything at school. You know, guys, please don't tell anybody. And everybody agreed. And so uh, the next thing you know, get to school Monday. And there's people approaching me and coming up to me and asking me about it. So, obviously, some people didn't keep their promise. I wasn't going to say anything to anybody. And her so-called friend that was with her, which was actually a girl that went to my church, that at one time we were considered to be pretty good friends, um, I'd say she was definitely the culprit because she was one of these that was always trying to get into the middle of every kind of gossip and drama and everything and uh, not in a good way. In fact, later on in high school, I was asleep in my bed. I had a, a bedroom that was on the very front of the house next to the front door, and the, my, the front porch was right there at my window. And I thought I heard something. It kind of startled me. And it woke me up, and I thought I heard voices and something. So I uh, pulled the curtain back, and I looked around, and I didn't see anything, but I thought I heard something, so I opened the front door, and I walked out, and then I see this car in the distance speeding away. Like, I don't think they uh, they pulled really close to the house, but they parked somewhere else and you know, walked over and then took off and recognized the car of one of the girls from school. I knew who she was, and she was a friend of this person that went to my church that was the one probably spreading the rumor about the girl that peed on herself and so um, basically I called her parents and said asked if she was home and it was it was actually really late so I felt kind of bad doing it but I wanted to verify she wasn't at home and when they said that no she wasn't there that gave me my answer that she was with them so they egged the heck out of my house and I'm not talking just a little prank here. I'm talking like uh, major damages. Uh, it was all over my front porch. I had to scrape that off. All over my the shutters of my house, which that was almost impossible to get off. I think it ruined the paint. My garage door that was a big, huge door that had that was all painted gray. Um, good portion of that was ruined in the paint. And that was just a really nasty thing to do. So... Yeah, she wasn't that great of a friend. Now, looking back on this, uh, she had dated my brother for some time. And I don't know if he had dumped her and how things ended, but maybe this was her way in her mind of, you know, oh, I'm going to get him back or whatever. And, of course, you know, we didn't have anything to do with that. Certainly my mom didn't. 
So, you know, we had to take the damages on the house. Of course, never did prove who did it, but it was not uh, not fun. So, there you have it. Until next time, story time with Steve.